Wake up. It's the morning motivation with Brittany Daniel. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hello. 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 Happy Tuesday. It is November 15th, 2022. I hope you guys are doing well out there. I hope you guys are blessed. All of that good stuff. Today, we are going to continue our conversation on preparing for 2023. Y'all, it is halfway through November. November just started. Where is time going? So we're going to be in 2023 before we know it. And I want to make sure that we are prepared. I was talking to somebody the other day and they said, if you haven't been thinking about 2023, too late. Okay. So all my planners, this is for you. To all my procrastinators, this is for you. We want to make sure that we have some solid uh, official plans and beliefs and things in place. So we'll be talking about beliefs yesterday. We talked about reflecting. So I hope you took a little time yesterday to reflect on, um, you know, your accomplishments, the things that you want to grow in areas and change. And today we are going to talk about the plan, putting it down pen to paper, making sure it's structured, making sure that it's specific, making sure that your beliefs match what you are asking God for and what you are doing in your day-to-day life to make sure that that happens for you. But before we get started, let's go ahead and do our prayer. If this is your first time watching, hello. We go live each and every weekday at 8 a.m. Eastern. Go ahead and put in the comments in the live chat where you are watching from. I would love to know. And if uh, you guys want to see this later, you can stream on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, along with listening on Spotify, Apple Music, and Google Podcasts, okay? So let's go ahead and jump into our prayer, and let's get started. Dear Heavenly Father, Thank you so much for waking us up again for another day and allowing us to fellowship through the internet. I pray that all of the people listening now and later will make plans that delight you. We know that we make our plans, but you order our steps, Lord. So we pray that our our plans are rooted in, in you and rooted in faith and rooted in what you have called us here to do, that our purpose is divinely woven into all of the things that we are asking for, that you use us as vessels for your kingdom and grant us all of the access, all of the favor, all of the wisdom, all of the discernment, all of the nuances that it's going to take for us to be great individuals and to uplift the kingdom. In your darling son Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen, y'all. Um, my nails is on the struggle bus. So when y'all see it, we we just 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 let just act like you don't, okay? <laughs> But let's go ahead and go to the live chat. Good morning, such a lady. Good morning, Nana. Happy Tuesday. Good morning, Destiny. Good morning, Brandy. Good morning, Diamond. Good morning, Elle. Girl. Good morning, Stacy. Good morning, Miss Unique. Happy Tuesday. Good morning, Cookie Monster. You guys, make sure you guys uh, tell everybody good morning as they come in. And let's get started. We're running a little late today. It's okay. It's okay. It is okay. All right. So today, you guys, I read Proverbs. I always tell you guys. If if the le- the the bare minimum, because I can't get to sometimes I ain't gonna lay, I ain't gonna lie to you. I have Bible study with with God every day for the most part, and sometimes I run a little late. I'm not perfect, and I'm working on that. Um, I need to get better. You know what I mean? But at the bare minimum, I try to at least read Proverbs for the day. Good morning, she Amber. I try to at least read Proverbs for the day, and people that don't know. And I keep reiterating this and saying the same things, you guys, because you never know who's watching for the first time. You never know where people are on their journey. And I want to make sure that if somebody is in the beginning phase of their faith, that we're not leaving them out. A lot of times when we have church talk or Christians get together and and a season folks has been in it since we were children, take for granted that everybody didn't have that journey and everybody doesn't have the same um, knowledge that we do. So I try to take that opportunity to go back to the basics. So if I reiterate, I say the same things, that's why. But bare minimum, read Proverbs. There's a proverb per day. There's 31 Proverbs. Um, it's a book of wisdom written by Solomon. And at the bare minimum, if I can't get nothing else in, right? If I can't get nothing else in, I try to read a proverb a day. It takes less than five minutes. Um, some people have daily devotionals. Um, I prefer Proverbs. I don't know why I'm, I'm not a I think the devotional is cool, but for me, the reason why I don't like devotionals is because like, in my mind, I'm just trying to check the box. I'm like trying to read just so I can achieve the, the little check mark. You know what I mean? So for me, I feel like at least if I sit down, read a proverb a day, at least I spent a little time in my word. Good morning. 
So today's proverb was Proverbs. Uh, it's the 15th. And so I read Proverbs 15, but what caught my eye was the next line in Proverbs 16, which I'm going to read tomorrow. But it says, we make our own plans. We can make our own places. We can, right? So you know how we always talk about planning and things like that and how we're supposed to like do that and God orders our steps. It says we can make our own plans, but God gives us the right answer. So never think that you're not supposed to be planning. Never think that you're not supposed to, you know, do the right thing. We're supposed to though then go to God and ask us about their plans, right? So it says people may be pure in their own eyes, but the Lord examines their motives. Commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. The Lord made everything in it for his own purpose, even the wicked for the day of the di- for the day of disaster. So when I was reading that, I was just like, wow, you know, we're on the right path. It's okay to make our own plan. A man without vision shall perish. So we have to continue to strive and continue to do and plan and, and do all of that. So after reading Proverbs 16, we make our own plans. We can, it says we can make our own plans. We can make our own plans. So God has given us permission that go ahead, you know, start planting those seeds, start making those plans, start getting your things in order. And then, but I'll give you the right answer. So remember yesterday we talked about when you start planning, right? When you start putting pen to paper, when you start asking God for the things that you want, I'm sorry, I'm all discombobulated this morning. When you start putting pen to paper, when you start asking God to order your steps for the plans that you're making, it is always necessary to go to him and say, all right, is this good? Because there's no point. It's just like building a house, right? When when you're getting a house built from scratch, there are checks and balances along the way that the builders will go through in order to make sure that they're on the right path. They'll have the inspectors come out and they'll look at the framework and they'll ensure that the, well, at least they're supposed to, and the project managers come out and make sure that the structure is proper, it's sound. You know, you walk through the house, make sure everything is 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 working properly. And the same thing is with our plans, right? When we're laying the foundation, when we're putting pen to paper and just, or brainstorming, because it should start with some form of thought, right? It's okay to brainstorm. It's okay to say, do I even really want this? Is this something that I really truly want to do? Or is this something that society is telling me to do? Is this something that I really want to put my time and energy to? And it's okay if you don't, then you just change the plan, right? (laughs) But when you're making your plans and you're writing them down, it's always good to tap in with God and be like, hey, is this, is this, is this solid? And see how it feels. See how he speaks to you. See if he tells you yes. See if he tells you no. And the more connected with him you are, the meaning the relationship, not, not the religious part, but the relationship with God, the easier it is to discern whether or not, yeah, you're going in the right direction or no, you're not, right? So the biggest thing to, before you even put pen to paper, right, and start writing your goals down, really ask yourself, what do you want? What do you want? You know, it says God will grant us the desires of our heart. So you have to desire something, right? Big, little, small, material, non-material. It is okay as Christians to want things. It's okay to want nicer things. It's okay to be like, I love my house, Lord. I'm grateful, but I want a better one. It's okay to say, Lord, I'm so thrilled that you allow me to drive the car that I get. It gets me point A to point B, but I want another one. Lord, it's okay. It's okay to ask for what you want. If you delight, uh, excuse me. Um, oh, don't get me to mess up this verse. <laughs> and I know it too. Delight. No, okay. I'm just gonna let it go. Y'all know what I'm talking about. The Lord will grant the desires of your heart. When I find the verse, I'm going to read it. Um, and if you do know the verse I'm talking about, please put in the comments. So I don't jack it up. But what do you want? Be And this is a great time to be honest with yourself. Be very honest with yourself because what ends up happening sometimes is when we don't believe that we deserve, good morning, when we believe we don't deserve the things that we truly want, we end up settling, right? Um, If we don't truly believe that we can achieve the things that we want, we end up settling. You know, we end up going for like the knockoff version for what we truly desire. And I'm here to tell you, don't allow a price tag 
don't allow a circumstance or the obstacle or feeling like, okay, this is going to take a lot of work for me to get. Don't allow that to discourage you. That's where our faith has to kick in. That's where our, our notion to lean on God has to kick in. Like, God, I really want this item. I know that's really trivial, but it's okay to want things. I want this item and I don't know how I'm going to achieve that. I don't know where the money is going to come from. I want to go on this trip, but I don't know how I'm going to pay for it. Whatever the case may be, I really want this relationship and I don't know how it's going to pan out. It's very, very, very important that when we are asking God for things or we're making plans to, to get them, it's okay to say, I don't know how I'm going to make this happen. I I'm, It scares me a little bit because the goal is so big. For some of y'all, it might be a house, right? You're like, Lord, my credit ain't where it needs to be. I don't have my savings together. But I'm here to tell you, if you put pen to paper and really ask God for what you want and, and start working towards those, things will just start aligning. Things will start working out. Your discipline will start kicking in. Your your notion of know-how will, will kick it up a notch, right? People will come into your life to help you through the process or you'll stumble upon information when you order and align your steps and you start making the plans, but it starts with what do you want? And before you go to God, have some time for yourself. It's okay to like, God, okay, I'm gonna hold, hold on, hold on one second. I'm gonna be right back and sit with yourself and just get real with yourself. Y'all always talk about, we have to be honest with ourselves because if you don't, if you're not honest with yourself, right? So say if you want your dream car is a Mercedes. And you really, 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 really want a Mercedes, but you're telling yourself deep down, like, oh, I can't afford that. That's not realistic. I'm trying to stick, you know, I'm trying to do X, Y, and Z. Everybody tells me not to get that type of car, even though I really want that car. Everybody says, don't get it. So I'm just going to settle for this Honda, right? And you're not honest with yourself. As much as you may appreciate your Honda, it really ain't what you want. And then that can trickle down into other areas in life. That could trickle down with food, the food options. You're in the store. You really want organic food. But our, your limiting beliefs are telling you or your mental beliefs are telling you that you can't spend that extra dollar fifty cents on that item that you truly want. So you, you just settle for the, the lower end item. And I know that that might sound very trivial to some people, but it's a, it's, it's a notion of a lack mindset. And it's something that you can get over. I had to, y'all telling you, when you come from, I don't know about y'all, I have very frugal parents. Or yeah, I have very frugal parents. That's why I'm frugal, Fran, too. There are certain things I just will not splurge on and there are certain things I will. But I had to, as I was becoming an adult, right? As I started growing just personal development outside of even my relationship with God, I had to start reprogramming my mind to not look at things in, from a lack standpoint, right? When I go out to a restaurant, if you've ever went out to a restaurant as a kid and your parents were like on you about not getting the most expensive thing, not that you really wanted the item, it was all about price, right? Oh, we can't get that, it's too expensive. Or, oh, don't, you know, stay over here on this part of the menu. As you get older, you start programming your mind to focus on the price versus what you really want. And so it took me getting to a certain age to say like, or get that to my, it's not even about age. It's about mental maturity to say, you know what? Why am I settling for a cheaper item when that's not really what I want? Don't settle on the chicken if you really want steak. Don't settle on the, the wings if you really want the crab legs. Now, I'm not saying don't stick within your budget. If you go out and you have a budget, you got to stick with your budget. But don't settle for the things that you don't settle for the things that you can have in life over the things that you truly desire and truly want. Does that make sense? Because when we do that, even in and I know that some people are like that's food, that's trivial. It's it's that simple and that small. It could be as simple as in the grocery store. It could be as simple as clothing items. You know, you really want to shop at I don't know, a really nice boutique that you've seen online, maybe J Lux label or I mean, that's not even that bad, but you might want to shop somewhere, but your lack mindset or the mindset that you have is telling you, oh no, I can only shop at Walmart or I can only shop at this store. You really want to go to Target, but you're settling for Walmart. Or you, even though Target is a ripoff, 
Y'all, they be changing the prices. Calculate as you shop. You really want to, I'm, like my brain is racking because I don't even spend that much money on clothes. But you get what I mean? <laughs> you Okay, let's do restaurants. You really want to go to, y'all, let me get STK or Ruth Chris or Capital Grill, right? Even though those are still, yeah. But you settle on Red Lobster. Does that make sense? Like, ah, I really want to go here, but I'm not going to do that. Now, it's different. Living in living in your means is one thing. I'm not telling you to outspend yourself. I'm not. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not telling you to go outside of what your means are. Live within your means, right? But take it like you're going to a restaurant. You really want, like I said, the crab legs, but you settle on the wings. Somebody said, Vester says she really wants skims, but she settles on something else, right? So I feel like while you're planning the life that you truly desire, it is truly important to examine your mindset. See how it feels when you say, okay, well, what do sit with yourself? Take this time sometime this week, possibly today. Sit with yourself and ask yourself, what do I really want? What do I really, 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 truly desire and really what I really want? And take the limitations off of it. Don't tell yourself it's too expensive. Don't tell yourself you could never do that. Don't tell yourself, well, you don't have anybody to go with you. Don't tell yourself what you can't do. Sit with yourself and just really be honest. What do I really, really want? Good morning, y'all. What do I really want? Take the limitations off of it and then put it down pen to paper. I know some of y'all have iPads, whatever works. Some of y'all got those notes in y'all's phone. I understand. We barely go back to those if it ain't a list for me. Put it down, pen to paper. What do and just write? No limitations. No, don't hold yourself back. No lack mindset. What do you truly, truly want and desire? And then after you write down what you truly, truly desire, ask yourself: Do you even believe that you can have those things? And start seeing where your mind goes. Because if your mind's like, heck yeah, I can do this. Like I'm about to get this. I'm about to get this. Then you 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 see that you're on the right side. But if you examine it and say, "Ooh, that's scary," or "Ooh, I don't know," or you start going more so the other way, then we just have to work on your your uh, lack mindset and your desires. I'm telling y'all this exercise because I've been doing it, right? So once you examine if you truly truly believe you can have it or not, then we have to start doubling down on our worth, our self worth, our our what is it called? Um, our self-esteem. Then we have to start doing the reprogramming. If, if, if you write down this list and you look at your list and you're like, I don't know how I'm going to achieve that. I don't think I deserve that. I can't have, if you start going into the negative of everything that you are, you can't do, or you're holding yourself back to do, or I'll never have that much money or I'll, I'll never be able to do it. If you start going that way, we have to start doubling down on your self-worth and self-esteem. The first step is, is I deserve those things. I desire those things. I want those things. I deserve those things. A lot of times we settle because we don't feel like we deserve it. That can come from childhood. That can come from what you've been told. That can become, that could come from a place of feeling like you don't have enough resources. Like, oh, I've never had enough money to do this, or I've never had, you know, anybody say that I could, I've never seen anybody do that. It could come from a place of, you know, scarcity, which is fine. Most of us have been there, you know, person of color, you know what I mean? We've been there. However, you can reprogram that. I do deserve that. I can have those things. I can go to XYZ location. It might take me a couple months to save up for that, but I can do it. So once you start identifying your limiting beliefs, it is time to get into reprogramming. Before we get into that, let me go ahead and read a few of the comments. Um, oh, thank you so much, uh, Pieces of C. I appreciate that. Y'all, if you in class, pay attention. Don't be listening to me. Go back. You can go back and watch it later. Don't. Uh... Y'all, my nails are so ratchet today. It's not my fault. I try. <laughs> Y'all better be paying attention. And glass, don't be uh, don't be distracting yourself with me. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Thank you, Nana. Appreciate it. Thank you. Knew it was there. Tip of my tongue. Got it. Thank you. 
Um, Pieces of C says, one of my classmates asked if you're planning on continuing Morning Motivation through 2023. We all wish we discovered you sooner. I'm happy I found you nonetheless. Oh, thank you. I haven't decided yet. Still up in the air. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Authenticating Beauty. First of all, shout out to Authenticating Beauty. She is hilarious. If y'all aren't following Authenticating Beauty on social media, <laughs> I've been want, I been want to tell you that you are hilarious. I'm so happy I started following you. If you guys are following me and I'm not following you back, please DM me because sometimes y'all's profiles don't be the same name. Let me know because I love following y'all back. And she is hilarious. Uh, I wanted to do the Steve Harvey exercise where you write 300 goals. Ooh, that's a good one. I love that. D says, I always treat myself as if I'm my own child. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm going to do whatever makes my child happy. Okay, period. Within reason, but period. Vesser says, I've desired an iPad for note taking. So I'm saving because I will get one. Hey, amen. I try. I I'm tired of walking around with eight different spiral notebooks. I feel you on that one. She said she wants the iPad Pro 11 inch. And what I love about this, right? So she desires an iPad, which is very reasonable. Um, even if it wasn't for her, go for it. And the thing that I love about this is anytime you desire something, right? Say if it's something that you don't have, I always tell people, go to the store and try it out. That's why I think, that's why Apple, I believe, is at at the top because they invite people in to have the experience physically. It's not just a desire that you see on television. It's not just a desire that's out there in the world. They invite you into their stores and tell you to touch their stuff, play with it. It puts you in in a mindset of, I can have, I can achieve. You get to look at all the iPads physically. It's not just an online experience where you're like, you know, looking at the specs, reading about it. You get to come in and physically like, oh, I like this one. I like that one. I believe they purposely do that to put you in a mindset of I can achieve this. I can have it because Apple products are not cheap. You know what I mean? Well, depending on your tax bracket. But for the majority of the things, iPhones, when they first come out, if you buy them outright, they're over a thousand dollars phones. You know what I mean? The the MacBooks and stuff like that. I think my MacBook was like $3,000 or something like that. But and for the average item, that's more on the more expensive scale, right? But what Apple does is it puts it physically in front of you and allows you to test it. So then your mind already goes into the status of, I know what this feels like. I know what this is. I know how it feels, sounds, smells, all of that. So you, you're, you're more prone to saying, I can achieve this thing. So I always tell you guys, if you want a bag, go into the store and touch the bag. If you want a specific car, go to the dealership and test drive that car. There's something of that activates in your brain when you can physically touch something. When something is in your possession, you can physically touch it. It just already, it just something in your subconscious says, this is mine. I can achieve it. And it doesn't matter how much money it's going to cost you. It doesn't matter how long it's going to take. Once you physically know that you can have something that you desire, something in our subconscious kind of activates and we we're more prone to make it happen. So I always tell you, if there's something, if there's a neighborhood that you want to live in, go drive around that neighborhood. Drake used to do it all the time. He said, uh, Drake said that he used to take girls like in his car, the car that he used to borrow and drive around this really nice neighborhood in Canada. And he would lie and be like, well, that's so-and-so's house. And that's so-and-so's house, like to make it seem like he knew. But then he ended up buying a house in that neighborhood because he already knew how to turn in those, in the, you know, turn those corners. He already knew the block. He already knew all those things. Same thing that, that can happen for you. If you desire something, go to other neighborhoods and drive around. You know, go and visualize it's visualization. Visualize how your life would be doing those things. You know, I always tell people, go go shopping on the internet for those plane tickets that you want, for that vacation you desire. Start watching YouTube videos on the location of where you want to travel to. Start doing your research on building that home even before you can start because something in your subconscious is going to activate and say, I can have the things that I desire. 
I can achieve the things that I want. So it's very important to put yourself in the mindset of belief, to put yourself physically in the locations, physically in the space, even if like, say if it's a restaurant that you truly want to go to, and maybe it's a little pricey out of your, out of your price range, right? See if they have a happy hour. Go to the bar and order a drink. Go to the bar and order an appetizer at the bare minimum. And a lot of times what we do is we already psych ourselves out when it comes to like items in the store or restaurants and things like that. And we already tell ourselves before we even look that we can't have. It's too expensive. But what I found is anytime I've I've taken the limitations off myself and told myself I deserve, I can, I will. And I went and just experienced it. It's never as bad as I thought it was. Sometimes our own beliefs will knock us out of the running before we even start. There's so many, quote unquote, nice and expensive restaurants that their menu is very affordable. But because our lack mindset or because of what we're told or what we believe, we feel like, oh, we can, I could never do that. I could never go to that place. I could never go to that destination. That's why you see so many of us traveling now. You know, people going to places that never in a million years they thought black people was going to black Americans were going to travel to because of social media and the internet has taken the veil off saying, Oh wait, I can't afford that. Oh wait, that isn't that expensive. Oh wait, I can achieve. Look, there's somebody like me that's in that location or that country or that has done that thing. So once you have the notion that you can also achieve it, that it's, it's possible for you, you're more prone to put, put those things into action lock it in gear and continue to go. Cookie Monster says, it's kind of weird. Never, never went to anything but fast food restaurants while I was growing up and working as a waitress at Denny's while in college. That's when I started to level up my dining experiences. Absolutely. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. That's why we work. You know, if you work, you should get what you want. We don't work just to live, pay bills, and die. Yes, save your money. Yes, give your tithes. Yes, you know, do right by your money. Be a good steward with your money so your money can grow, expand, and all of those things, right? But after you're done being responsible, have some fun. I'm talking to y'all. I'm talking to myself, too. Have some fun. I was watching The Budgetista, and she says, we spend a lot of money on things that we like, and not enough money on things that we love, right? We love to travel. We love to go to nice restaurants, whatever that thing is that you love. But we rather spend, we rather go to five below and spend $50, $100 because <laughs> it's cheaper versus taking that same $100 and spending it on something that we really love. Maybe that one item that you've been waiting for, the two, three, four, five hundred, whatever that is. We are more prone to spend money on things that we like versus the things that we love. Instead of going to five below, put that money aside and save it for that trip that you've been dreaming of going to, that that trip to Jamaica, that trip to South Africa, that trip to Bali. You know, that first class ticket. You tired of you tired of being in coach walking past those those roomy seats. You know, you want you want that first class experience. You want to experience that pod. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, you want to upgrade your car. You're tired of you're tired of hitting 70 and your car starts shaking. You know, you want to go fast. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought of Ricky Bobby, y'all. My bad. You want to speed up. It is okay to tap into your desires and tap into, because I don't want us to walk around as Christians and think that we're supposed to be getting a bare minimum. That is not true. We're supposed to be smart, good stewards with our money, give, tithe, save, invest. But after you do those things, it is okay to spend money on what you love and what you enjoy, whether big or small. And it's not big for everybody. Everybody doesn't enjoy splurging. That's okay. But that's where you have to be honest with yourself and just what do you truly want? Not what I want, not what social media tells you you should want, not what your mama wants, not what your daddy wants, not what your cousin's brother, sister, auntie, sister, cousin, Tracy. 
not your best friends. What do you want? You tired of going to Miami. You want to go out the country. You know, you're tired of staying in the States. You want to experience something different. And that is totally okay to do. It is totally fine to go after the desires of your heart. Okay, everybody want to go to Africa, but you want to go to Europe. There's nothing wrong with that. (laughs) Give yourself permission. Give yourself permission to go after the things you truly want. Because yes, our, our, we have purpose on this life, right? We have purpose on this planet. We have purpose. God has given us missions. God has given us things. But that's just a small, that's a percentage of our lives. You know, unless he's called you to be Mother Teresa, unless he's called you to be a nun, unless he has called you, and, and the Bible tells you he ain't call everybody to do that, right? It's okay to have for you. It is okay to do you especially and you deserve it especially if you're doing all the things that you're supposed to be doing if anybody deserves it it's y'all or is you does that make sense so yes we're here to serve yes we are here to to do what god has us here to do but that's a percentage of your life that is not your entire wake up go to sleep wake up go yes you already serve at church You already are a great mother. You already are a great provider for your family. You already are all of those great things. Now, it is time to tap into what you truly desire and truly want. If you want your house jam-packed with Christmas decorations, it is okay to want those things. It is okay if you don't want to buy nobody a Christmas gift and you want to take yourself on a trip. That is not selfish. It is okay to lock in the desires of your start of your heart. Start affirming yourself. I am worthy. I am special. I can I I can achieve everything. If you don't affirm yourself, what we do is we go out into the world and we wait on people to affirm us. Start telling yourself you're beautiful. Start telling yourself you deserve. Start telling yourself you are abundant. Start telling yourself you are you're wise beyond your whatever it is that you need to affirm yourself to ensure that these things are taking place so that you can get closer to your goals that you can get closer to the desires of your heart so you can start making your dreams come true because you're already doing all the great stuff we've spent weeks and months talking about the greatness of God and talking about our purpose and talking about getting things into gear and that is a that is a portion of our lives but there's also a portion because God gave us desire God gave us wanting to strive and wanting to be better and wanting things. That is a part of our lives too. It's like life is like a pizza in my mind. There's sectors and slices for everything. There's a slice for your family. There's a a couple slices for God. There's a slice for purpose. There's a slice for service. And then there's a slice for you. And a lot of us can go and become unhappy because we don't leave no slices for ourselves. You're not supposed to just give up your entire life for everything and everybody else. There's a portion of your life that you do that. But then there's also a portion of your life that you keep for you. Because I I personally believe without doing that, then we don't feel like we have full lives. Then we start resenting service. Then we start resenting our sacrifices. Then we start resenting God. Because it's like, I'm I'm doing all of this and I ain't getting nothing in return. (laughs) But that's something... Yes, it can come from God, but you also truly have to tell yourself, I can do these things. I can go out and desire these things. I can go out and and, and experience a a great trip. I can go out and experience this this five-star restaurant experience, whatever it is that you desire. I can go on this trip. I can do these things. I can have this item. Some of y'all want a bag so bad, but you're telling yourself you don't deserve it. You're telling yourself that there's, you know, you can't afford it. Y'all, we can afford anything that we want with the right savings plan. It might take you a long time, but you can do it. I've seen women save up for Birkin bags online and not saying, and I'm not talking about women. Like, I don't know why as black folks, we get this programming that if we spend money on something that we're broke, or if we have nice things, we drive nice cars, that we have nice homes, or we have designer items that 
if we have those things, that means we're broke. Are you supposed to live ab above your means? No. Are you supposed to spend your last on something that you like and desire? No, right? But we are all mature. We're all smart. We're good stewards with our money. I've seen a woman, and it's women of all races, because I've watched when back in the day when I was really into fashion and things like that, I've watched women talk about how they acquire certain things. They put it down on paper. This is the bag that I want. This is the a $15,000 bag. This is what I, I want a Birkin. And they saved up for a year. This one girl, this one woman saved up. She said, I've been saving for a year. This is the bag that I truly desired. Every paycheck I set, set money aside. And now I have my bag. Some of the things that we want are just going to take longer. But don't get it in your mind to say that if I get this thing, that means I'm broke. If I get this thing, that means I'm this. Now, should you be putting certain money aside for your savings, retirement, investment? Yes. Right. But that's a percentage. So once you've done those things and you once you're responsible, it is OK to put money aside for the things that you truly desire as well. And we got to get it out of our mindset and out of our community that just because people have nice things, that means that they don't have no money. You can have both. You can have nice things and money. You can have, and, and I'm not telling you to go spend your last. I'm not telling you to, you know, uh, we're smart. We're smart, intelligent individuals. Okay. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> you guys are hilarious. So ensure that you are also, while you're being an amazing steward, while you're being an amazing servant, while you're praising God and glorifying God, for his kingdom, that you're leaving a slice for you as well so that you can enjoy your life. If you do not enjoy your life, if you don't make time for fun, if you don't make time for the things that you enjoy, love, and spend your money on, you are going to end up resenting. It's going to be resentment there. That's just like giving your all to a relationship and you give and 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 you don't get nothing in return, no reciprocity. Then you're going to end up resenting that person after a certain point. That's just human nature. So we don't want to re start resenting God because we feel like I've been giving, 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 and we didn't make time for ourselves. That's the duality. That's the balance of it all. Life is all about balance. Because if you keep pouring out and pouring out and pouring out and you never do for you, you never make time for the things that you love, you enjoy, you're going to start resenting service. At least I know I would. I can't speak for you. Maybe you Mother Teresa. Maybe you a saint. I don't know. When you find yourself giving so much that you start resenting, the giving, it's time to kind of dial it back a little bit and start doing and pouring into you. So going back to our goals, what do you want? What do you want, Grand Rising? Um, what do you want? So go into the comments. You guys are hilarious. Um, hold on, let me see. Pieces of C said, I'm on, we on our break from 8 to 9 a.m. Look at this. <laughs> she said, you good. Don't even worry about it. I got you. <laughs> um, y'all are hilarious. I love y'all so much. Hey, KK. I am, I am trying, wait, what? Try out my goal save to move across the country to Houston, Texas. And, and if I can move across country, so can you. Oh, she says I'm manifesting, uh, manifesting, saving to move across the country to Houston, Texas. That is beautiful that you have a goal and you are achieving it. Okay. I took back, I, I took it back and I got a, a binder, LOL. Like I can't, wait, what? That I can take the things in and out with in sections. Oh, okay. Sorry. Vester says, yes, it's like you're manifesting at the same time. And here's the thing about manifesting. All manifesting is, is having a desire, creating a plan and putting that plan to action. That's really all manifesting is. And one thing that, good morning, y'all. One thing that I don't like about that we can get that that can be that can kind of slip us up when we're in the spirituality realm of manifesting. Manifesting takes action. 
the Bible tells us faith without works is dead, right? So we're having faith. We're believing we can have these things. We're desiring these things, but we have to put in the action to get those things, right? So by her manifesting her move to Houston, she's saving, she's researching. Y'all, please research before you move to Houston. It's a huge city with different sides of town. The town floods, there's hurricanes, and I, I'm not trying to deter you. I've just lived there for a very long time. Great city. But make sure that you do, you know, in the meantime, we're doing our due diligence. And I'm not trying to, I'm again, not trying to deter you. But that that's what we're doing in the meantime. When we're waiting on our goals, we're doing the research. We're looking up, okay, well, what's the best bag to have? I'm saving for the bag. Which is, which is the best? So in the meantime, when we're doing our research, we can get the best bang for our buck. Okay, I know I want to go on a trip to South Africa. I'm saving for the trip. In the meantime, I'm doing my research so I can have the best experience possible. Right. I'm putting the money aside. I'm doing the I'm making sure that I have the best experience possible. So we're putting uh, action behind the plans, behind the belief, behind the desire. Oh, D says I live in Houston. You're going to love it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Marina says, don't tempt me to spend money because I'll do it. Now, here's the thing. Yesterday, we talked about knowing ourselves. So some of y'all have to put some restraints on your spending because you don't have control over it yet. When you don't have control over your spending, this conversation is not for you yet. <laughs> this conversation is for the folks who are being good stewards, who have been sacrificing, serving, and all of those things. The reason why is because if you just jump to, okay, Brittany said I can spend now. Let me dive in. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about spending unnecessarily. I'm not talking about living outside of your means. Sorry, I'm tucking in my shirt. <laughs> it was bothering me. Um, I'm not talking about spending frivolously without a plan. I'm not talking about spending before you paid your bills and you've and you've done your due diligence with your tithes and your savings and your investments and your debt payments. I'm talking about spending from your overflow, from your, from after everything that you're being responsible is taken care of, then you go ahead and spend and splurge. So that's what I'm saying. So don't take this conversation. If y'all know me, y'all know I'm not a, I'm not a, you know, I'm not a YOLO person. Yeah, you do only live once, so you should do it very wisely in my personal, <laughs> in my personal opinion. Um, socialized Mosa, I was at five below yesterday. <laughs> um, Vesper says certain people, unquote, get surprised when you talk, when you walk into certain model homes, when you are looking for a house, like they can't believe you can afford it. Yes, I'm looking at this house just like you. And here's the thing. Don't let nobody working at a store or working somewhere make you feel less than like you working here. And it's not in their opinions about you or how they're looking at you is not your problem. If they're looking at you and you ain't looking at them, that is a personal problem. Do not hold yourself back because you're scared of being judged by the person working at a store. If you want to go into Louis Vuitton and you're worried that they're going to look at me and feel like I ain't got no money. Who cares? It's a store. Y'all working? I'm not. I'm here to look and shop or whatever. You might be planning your next purchase. And to be honest, most of the people that have real money don't dress like they have money anyway. You know what I mean? So don't worry about that. It doesn't, none, that, none of that matters. But yes, you walk in and you do what you got to do. Whether you're buying or you ain't. Because if they were smart, they know that that person might be back. Authenticating Beauty says, I am working on my 20, my 2023 budget. And this is inspiring me to write out my big ticket items I want on the front end. I want to stop wasting money on little stuff uh, that I like. Exactly. When you're buying something, ask yourself, do I like this or do I love it? Because here's the thing. We have the money. We just end up spending it on the little stuff that we like. We end up spending on the DoorDash, on the takeout, on the Boba, on the Starbucks. And all of those little expenses add up. So say if you spent $150 on little stuff, 
when you could have just put that $150 aside for your, your, the plane ticket that you want, the trip that you want, that bag that you want, the thing that you truly love and waited on the things that you like. To me, it's better because you're spending the money anyway. Here's the thing. It doesn't matter if you get 10 items from five below or you one item at Louis Vuitton, you still spent the money anyway. So if you're not going to save it and you're going to spend it, you might as well spend on what you truly desire and truly love. (laughs) They do have some good stuff at five below, but here's the thing. How many times do you got to go to five below? Sometimes this is what we do, right? If we have, say we got $100, even though it's pretty cheap nowadays, $100 don't get you much. (laughs) But say if you have $100, right? Some people will just say, I'm just going to go to, I'm just going to go in and look. And because the items are so cheap and inexpensive, you end up buying. You end up spending $50, $40. It's easy to spend $100 these days. Easy peasy, lemon, squeezy. Take you three items and you got $100. Right. Instead of going, I'm not really going into that store because I don't there's nothing in there that I love or that I truly want. Or that I need because it's supposed to be needs, loves, then wants. That's how the list goes. But Janisa said that and that kind of changed my perspective on spending. It's your needs first, like your bills, your 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 rent, your mortgage, your car note, your light bill. All of your needs come first. Right. Your groceries, your gas. All of your needs come first, then your loves, then your wants. Because if your if your if your loves aren't taken care of, right? Say I love to travel, I love to skate, I love to go to nice restaurants, I love to dot 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 the things that make us feel excited and full in life, and we only spend on things that we we want. Then there's a piece of passion and life that's missing from our lives, right? Because we're being responsible. We're taking care of our needs. We're buying the things that we like at five below every every paycheck. Because how many times you got to go to go and Target, walk around and buy stuff? How many times you got to go to TJ Maxx, walk around and buy stuff? How many times you got to go to five below, walk around and buy stuff? How many times you got to go to the thrift store, walk around and buy stuff? You're taking all of those, 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 those likes. And you're not feeding into what you love. The things that you love get you excited. The trip that you're going on is going to get you excited. It's going to bring memories for the rest of your life. Uh, anytime you go skating, it's your, it's your favorite activity. It lights you up. Maybe you're a paint and sip kind of girl. So you're not, if you don't pour into those things that you love, life becomes really daunting. Yeah, you'll get the things that you like. You got the cute little cup from Five Below. You got the cute little cup from Starbucks. Yeah, you got your favorite drink that one day, so it made you feel good in that one little window of moment. You know, yeah, you got that little cute outfit from Target or Fashion Nova or whatever, and and you and you feel good. Or you can hold off on the things that you you want and use that money for the things that you love. Does that make sense? So then your life is more exciting. Then you feel more fulfilled because I'm doing right with my money. I'm doing the right things with my desires and goals. But then I'm also impacting my life and the things and pouring into myself things that I love. I got a trip coming up to South. I keep saying South Africa because I really want to plan a trip to South Africa. I have a trip to South Africa coming up. I'm saying, oh, I can't wait. I'm going to do this, 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 and this because I've done my research. I know where I'm going. I've bought my plane ticket. I I know my my hotel is booked. You see the excitement that builds up. And then when you're in South Africa, you're taking in all of the experiences. You're getting all this footage for your memories. Instead of going, oh, I'm going to five below again. And I have another tumbler. I have another dumbbell. I have another book. I have another t-shirt. I have another thing in my house that I don't need. I just like it. It was cute that day because it feels good in the moment. Does that make sense? So instead of us spending things on like items that we want, another candle, you might love candles. If you love candles, that's your thing. It's okay. But I have another candle. I have another soap. I have another, I'm thinking like Bath and Body Works. I have another t-shirt. I have another pair of jeans that I don't need. I have another pair of shoes that I don't need. See what I mean? 
instead of, and you take in, and after you calculate all that, go, okay, let me pause real quick. Everybody go to your November statement. If you're bold enough to do this, go to your bank account. Whatever, if you have multiple, go to both of them and look at every time you spent money on things that you liked. Every Starbucks trip, every Target trip, if it wasn't like groceries or something and Target, y'all, y'all, please watch out for Target. They be, they're really, they're scammers. Like no, every time I go to Target and I calculate, it's never the same. And I always have to go back through and tell them to change the prices because they're always wrong. Target's a whole scam. And then they're like, oh, we didn't change the price tag yet. Not my problem. Um, Sorry, I digress. I just get really mad because I don't like when people try to play and take people's money unfairly. But anyways, look at every single thing on your statement that you could have went without because you wanted it or liked it at the moment, right? Every trip to McDonald's, every trip to Popeye's or every DoorDash time you had DoorDash or Uber Eats or whatever the case may be. Calculate all of those items, every five below, every Target run, every Bath and Body Works, all the little stuff that you like, TJ Matt, wherever you go, everybody's different. Every time you shopped on Fashion Over, whatever the case may be, calculate that money and see how much you could have put towards something that you truly loved. A trip, that new car that you want, that that house that you're desiring. Um, the things that you truly love, uh, maybe a, uh, maybe an experience in your city. Some of y'all have not invested in your loves in a very long time and you're not enjoying life because of it. I'm saying that to y'all and I'm saying it to myself too. Because we rather be frugal friends, <laughs> stay at home all weekend, not experience and enjoy life, watching the same old movies that we done seen a million times. But we have everything that we have. We have our need. We have our needs taken care of. Bills paid. Tithe spent. You know, you done did that. You done served. And you got a few things that you want. But there's no passion. There's no love. There's no, there's no, you see what I mean? So when you spend money on things that you love, it's that it gives you that oomph in your life. Things that you look forward to. Great memories. Great experiences that you can look back on life and be like, oh my gosh, I lived. Y'all, I do not remember the Starbucks order I had in 2015, but I remember the trip I took. I don't remember the, the outfit that I bought. I do remember some outfits that I bought. I don't even have those clothes anymore. So let's, I just, I'm just encouraging y'all all to pay attention. Um, Marina says 15,000 for a bag is not right. According to whom? According to whom? And I would beg to differ depending on your depending on your tax bracket, right? This is different for everybody. There are some people that can afford this. Depending on your tax bracket, depending on your spending habits. Because a lot of people that can afford a $15,000 bag already have homes, already have assets, already have, this is their excess money. This is the money that they've saved for something that they've really desired and loved. And depending on when you buy and what you buy, this can appreciate in value. I'm not a big fan of Patrick Starr. I'm not. But he had a whole closet full of Birkin bags, right? A whole bunch. He ended up saying, you know what? I don't really love these things anymore. I really don't desire these things. And he ended up selling them because they appreciated in value become some, some, not all y'all. You have to do your research. Some fashion items appreciate over time because there's a world of fashion lovers. There are people who love cars. My ex used to be a car aficionado, whatever that, whatever that word is. So he knew which cars he could purchase that would appreciate in value over time because he said they're not making these cars anymore. So once you have something that's rare that you know that people like, you know that you can upcharge, you can buy it, you can restore it, and you can you know, splurred people will spend on it. And they spent more than $15,000 on a car. And he would sell, he would resell cars. Same thing that people like look down on what people are into. Some people like bags, some people like cars. You just have to know the market and know that you're making a good investment. 
and knowing where you're you're at in in the world and if it's going to appreciate or if it's going to depreciate. Every bag is not going to appreciate. Every car is not going to appreciate. But some will. So you just have to know your market. But according to whom? If somebody loves that, there's $15,000. Y'all, there are $15,000 first class flight tickets. There are, and this is why I want us to get out of, and I'm not talking about you, uh, Marina. I want us to start understanding that there is a world and a level of financial success that a lot of us haven't even tapped in yet, including myself. Where this is nothing to somebody. They can spend this in five minutes and I want us to get into the mindset of, of how do I get that? Instead of us telling ourselves that that's too much or that's not right, if it's a true desire of yours, how can I achieve that? What do I need to do to get that lack mindset off of my back and off of my brain and reprogram my mind to say, how can I achieve that? It's only not right if you don't have the money. That's when spending $15,000 on a bag is not right. If you don't have assets, if you don't have investments, if you haven't been you know, giving your money to tithing and stuff like that. That's when that's not right if you don't have it. But if you have it and it's not going to put you out, if it's in your means, and that's what I want us to start doing is reprogramming our minds to say, this is what I desire. How and what do I need to do to align myself to get those things? I want us to really especially as black folks, start reprogramming our minds and our consciousness to say, this is what I truly desire. I desire that mansion. I desire that bag. I desire those things. God, what do I need to do to align myself? Make sure I'm still in your purpose. Make sure I'm still in your purview. But you can be wealthy and still serve God. It's just how you go about doing that and not putting things and money above God. You still do right, but you can still have. There are so many wealthy people that are that are Christians, y'all. Danny says, good morning, all. The king has arrived. Man, mad respect where all my queens at. Here is a polygamy king. We don't believe in that. Is that what that says, y'all? Is that how you spell polygamy? Or maybe I'm tripping. We don't, I don't know about, I don't believe in that. I don't believe in polygamy. Good morning, Money Talks with Jonathan Thomas. Miss uh, Dream Brittany, the truth is, this is truly motivation I needed for this morning. Oh, I'm so excited. Thank you for saying that. Crystal says, good morning, everyone. I need to buy this house, this house next year. Tired of paying $1,800 for rent, just giving away my money. And this is a, that's a great, so this is what I did, right? When I was renting, I made sure that I could afford my rent, which if you're living here, you absolutely can. That was my mortgage cap. My rent was a little cheaper than this. And so I said, I'm not getting a mortgage above this because I know I can afford this. And I made sure that I put the things in place that I could do to make sure that I was aligned with my mortgage payments. So if you know that you can afford $1,800, a good benchmark to say, I want a mortgage of $1,800. No more, no less. Or no more, I'll accept less. <laughs> if you have to go to work or back to class, have a beautiful, blessed day. I'm going to finish reading the comments. Before we get out of here today, Ms. Dream said, this is, it's very true. Once you fix your mind on something, you can literally, you literally can manifest it into your life by focusing on the goal each and every day. Absolutely. Got to know yourself for sure. So if you have limiting beliefs, it's okay. Identify them. Okay. I have a lack mindset in this area. I don't believe that I can have these things and start reprogramming and reworking your mind that you can. Is the budgetista on YouTube? I'm not sure. I think she is. I'm sure she is. I think you can find her on Instagram for sure. And she, there's a documentary she did on YouTube about money and things like that. Not on YouTube, excuse me, on Netflix. Um, Marina says, what's helped me in with my budget is uh, only bringing your budget cash, no cards. That's a good one. But here, the, here's the thing, Marina. We at this stage, right, especially being on Morning Motivators, I don't know if this is your first time. Good morning. We are already on top of our budgets, right? I want us to say, 
My budget is my budget. I'm locking that. Needs are taken care of. Needs are taken care of. Tithing is done. I'm talking about us living in our overflow. Us living in our excess. Us not limiting ourselves to being like cheap penny pinchers and we're not enjoying and expressing our lives. But yes, that is a great budget tip. Y'all know we talk about budging, savings, being good stewards with our money over time. I want us to get out the mindset of I can't have or that's too much or I will never. Um, exactly. Just because just because a thing is on sale don't mean you got to buy it. <laughs> Simone says you are speaking to me. I have a Dollar Tree addiction. Stop. Y'all get out that Dollar Tree and Dollar Tree done went up. And let me just tell you this. They're cheap items. I get it. You can get a lot of items for. But they're cheap. I have never bought nothing at the Dollar Tree of good quality. So you're going to buy something cheap. It's going to either break or it's not going to, whatever the case may be. And then you're going to have to repurchase the item. Y'all get, stay out the Dollar Tree. If, if you have stuff that you love that you haven't acquired yet, stay out of the, the five below. Um, you know, because spending $100 on 50 items is still spending $100. Or you can do something you love for $100 and you have a great and fantastic experience. Don't fill our homes with a whole bunch of cheap little things just because we can. We got $100 just to go spend at the dollar store. Cooking with Raw says, I am more open to paying for convenience that will give me back my time if, if I were to do them myself like paying someone to come clean out my house, laundry, et cetera. That's a luxury. Absolutely. And that's something that you, that's totally fine. Um, they're playing us in the UK as well. The tag price is always different from what you pay. Uh, that's till, it, uh, la, la, till since then inflation, I'm sick and tired of them. Absolutely. So this is what I do when I go to Target and I go to a store, I am paying attention to the price. And I am calculating as I go. And if I feel like they're going to challenge me, I take a picture of the tag and the item. Y'all don't know how many times I have left that store, looked at my receipt, and had to go back to the customer service and say, I need my money back. Y'all overcharged me. Or I've been at the register paying attention to what's being scanned. Wait a minute. That price wasn't. That's not what that said. I don't care if it's 50 cent. Y'all going to pay me my money because... If you think about it, say if they skim two dollars off of every single item and sometimes y'all, it's a big difference at Target. It don't be two dollars. It'd be like five dollars, ten dollar difference. I bought Zara's dog food. It said thirty nine ninety nine. It was a big bag. I looked at my receipt. It was forty five dollars. That is a big price difference, especially if you are a budgetista or budget queen like me and you, you stick to a budget. Because I want, the reason why I stick to a budget, I want more money for the stuff that I love. And that's why we have to pay attention. Y'all do not let these people, do not let these people scam y'all out your money. A frugal friend stay at home watching Tubi. Yeah, no, we got to get out there and live life. You said Patrick Starr. I was like, oh, sorry, kind of went back to my childhood and thought about SpongeBob. <laughs> no, not that Patrick Starr. <laughs> Oh, I said Patrick Starr. I didn't mean Patrick Starr. I meant Jeffrey Starr. Sorry. Wrong person. I wasn't talking about Patrick Starr. I was talking about Jeffrey Starr. My fault. Um, oh, Chev said, sorry I'm late. It's okay. Sorry, wrong person, y'all. My fault. Uh, that's so Ashley said, Brittany, this is was right up my alley. My mindset about finances are about to... About to get better. Thank you for this one. Absolutely. And it's okay to, hey, it's good. It is good that we want to be mindful of our money as we should. We should be looking at our money. You should know almost down, actually, they say down to the penny of how much we make, right? Or how much we have. We should be calculating. We should be strategic. That's how we keep our money. But on the flip side of that, too, we have to invest in things that we love. And making sure that we are not walking around with lack mindset so we don't just spend on what we need, spend on what we like, and there's no passion, there's no love, there's no 
fun in our lives. Good morning, Ross. We're about to get out of here. Um, Authenticating Beauty says, Bajanisa has a love of interviews on YouTube and her book is great too. That is right. Okay, awesome. Well, I love you guys. I hope you guys had a beautiful and blessed day. I hope you guys got something out of this. Make sure you guys affirm yourself. Write down what you truly want. Start writing down the things that you truly desire so that you can have passion, fun, and love in your life, okay? You guys are doing an amazing job. Keep serving God. Keep sticking to those budgets and, and making sure that we're doing right with our money. But then set aside some money for the things that you truly love and truly desire as well because you can do anything through Christ who strengthens you, okay? I love y'all. Have a beautiful, beautiful, blessed day, and I will catch y'all tomorrow. Bye, guys. Wait, one more comment. All right, bye, y'all. Have a good one.